Pass him out, Trey. Pass him out. What uh, happened to Trey? Hey, uh, all good things must come to an end. And, uh, you know, RSL's very own Trey Fitzgerald has retired uh, allegedly. And by allegedly, it's basically a guaranteed thing. Like retired proper? I guess. I don't know. He's, he is no longer with RSL is what I've heard. Who's going to pass him out? I don't know, but we want to thank him for his years of service. The guy's been with the club forever. Uh, and one of the most – he's part of one of the more memorable moments in RSL history, history oh, RSL folklore. Absolutely. For, for what it's worth, he's big deal off the field. What's happening, RSL Nation? It's your boys, Adela and the Baker, back again with another episode of Scarf Life Podcast. How you doing, Baker? Uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. Pretty all right. Good, not great. You're still uh, upset about those damn ducks. Yeah, they got us on the ducks. I, I, and I'm, I'm getting more upset. No one's apologizing. Mm. Hey, we're offended. Therefore, we must be in the right. We must be in the right. That's how that works, right? Millennialism? Something like that. Whatever works, man. Hey, so today we won't take too much of your time. That's a promise, but we'll give you some pretty good value for your time. We're going to talk about the next two matches that RSL is playing. Two very, very tough matches. Uh, we will run through the rest of us of the schedule, and that includes our opponents. Through well, through the rest of our opponents' schedules over the next two weeks. Right through the end of the month and nine thirty. And we're gonna try to figure out from our perspective where, on or in the Western Conference standings, our very own RSL will be in two weeks after the next two tough road games. Mm-hmm. So, the disclaimer. Just a couple of amateurs. We don't know what the hell we're talking about. Right. And given the MLS infamous, you know, parody at this point, you know, Colorado ends up making a crazy run and is all of a sudden seventh. Ninth. <laughs> if crazy, they, if unbelievable they, run. They and they're ninth. They, they could go as high as ninth. That is correct. Yes. I do believe that would be above relegation line. It would. Probably would. That's fascinating. First and foremost, Wednesday evening, before we get to MLS action, Toronto FC is facing Tigres from Mexico in the Campeones Cup. Yeah. Do we care about that? I was just going to ask you that same question. I can't tell yet. And I think it's going to be one of those things that I don't know if we care about until I see the lineups. So, no, no, here's what's going to happen. Whoever wins is going to care. And whoever loses is going to say, it was just a midseason friendly. Right. It's like the U.S. Open Cup. Until the final. Until the final. Right. Just like every friendly I've ever watched. Ever. So is this isn't like, there's a legit, it's a beautiful trophy. From, I didn't even see it. Is like, it a trophy? Yeah, there's like a proper oh. trophy. It's nice. There's a giant one in it because it's the first one ever. Oh, uh, I care. My new philosophy in life in soccer is collecting pretty trophies. It's a good looking trophy. I want us to win the US Open Cup for no reason other than the cuteness of that trophy. Uh, that's kind of weird. Let, well, me, let me pull up the Campeones Cup for you here. Well, like, are you going to be able to show everyone? Well, no, I want you to see it if you haven't seen it. Oh, I don't like it. You don't love it? I, I don't like it. It's apparently massive. Yeah, I bet it is. I don't like it. All right. Sir. Not a huge fan. The one is just because it's the first one ever, which I don't know if, like, you know, next year there's going to be, like, a giant two in it somewhere. Yeah, and how would that? That wouldn't aesthetically look very good, would it? I don't like it. All right. Do yourself a favor. Go on the Google. Mm-hmm. And what did you Google? Campeones Cup. Campeones Cup trophy. Right. Keep throwing the trophy 
that might help. Give us your thoughts. I don't like it. Is this the best the combination of the United States and Mexico can come up with? I mean, I think it's a nice trophy. I got to disagree with you on, on that. All right. We'll go online and take a look at it. So what you're saying is you don't really care or you will care depending on who wins? Let me put it like this. I would care somewhat if Real Salt Lake was in it. Um, I don't care about Toronto. I don't care about Tigres. Uh, I kind of care about Tigres for no other reason than I think Lalo is still with them. Or like third goalie. I don't know if you folks remember him. Good kid. Um, he's from apparently doing fairly well down there. He, you know, looks like he's killing it. Um, that that's that's about as much caring as I can muster. You are not on board, man. You're not. You're not. You're not a homer. I care a lot. The reason I care a lot is because it's a competitive game with an ugly trophy on the line between the United States and Mexico. It's Toronto. They're Canadian. It's not the even a proper MLS points. team. Well, it is. It's a proper MLS team. It's an American team residing in Canada. At this point, you're grasping for straws. And the more, the more you're <laughs> talking, this? the more we've discussed it. Who's, whose league is the MLS? When you think MLS, what country do you think? Canada and USA. No. Dude, there's like three Canadian teams. You can't it, just out of like, Canada. Out of what's going to be like 38 soon. I mean, yeah, it's skewing heavily Southeast America for some weird reason. All right, it's the MLS against Mexico. Therefore, I care. I would like the Torontos to win the cup. And and here's the thing. If it was anyone but Toronto, I was... maybe I would care more. I can't stand Toronto. Mm. Josie? Josie's the worst. Bradley's not great. The softest big man in the country. Giovinco's just annoying. Yeah, I might actually be rooting for Tigres on this one. I uh, think about you it. are disgusting. All right, who do you care? Who do you root for, RSL Nation? Let us know. Let's get into some of the uh, MLS action, the stuff that actually really, really matters to us. Ours, uh, Our team is not in action on Wednesday, obviously, and you're probably listening to this on Wednesday. So we're not playing tonight, just FYI. Mm-hmm. Who is playing, however, uh, is Portland. They're hosting Columbus. And Seattle is hosting Philly. Correct. Portland, Seattle, right in our asses in the standings. Mm-hmm. Games Seattle, in Seattle in fifth with one point less, two games in hand. Portland in sixth with one point less, one game in hand. We'll get to the last, uh, to the very end of our season um, and who we're playing there in a little bit here. But man, huge, massive games. Any chance in your mind that either Columbus takes a point or points away from Portland or Philly takes any points away from Seattle? I mean, Philly has been. So both Columbus and Philly have the ability to be good teams. I, I would Columbus say Columbus is a good team. I would say Columbus more so. Um, but we're also talking about, you know, the Pacific Northwest and the fortresses that those stadiums have become respectively. I I have both Portland and Seattle getting all three points. Same here. Games. With a little bit of luck, Columbus might be able to make it interesting. At right. least make us watch. Um, I agree with you, though. Portland and Seattle are taking all three points each uh, on Wednesday against Columbus and Philadelphia, respectively. Hey, man, it's going to be a good evening of soccer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's going to be going to be a lot of good footy. Um, unfortunately, it ends if we are correct with Salt Lake being officially below the playoff line for that for the time being. If both of those teams win, actually, no, it still doesn't. It does on Wednesday. No, it doesn't. Uh, yeah, we're at forty-five. And both Seattle and Portland are at 44. Right. So if they both get three points. It drops us to sixth. Absolutely drops us to sixth. Yeah. Hey, folks, that's why there's two of us. Cheers to amateurs. 
double checking each other's work. All right, so Wednesday, we're agreeing on the fact that Portland's beating Columbus, Seattle is beating Philly. Therefore, Portland and Seattle go above us in the standings. Uh, Seattle probably in fourth, Portland in fifth, and we are at that case in that case at in sixth. Now that takes us right to Saturday. First time RSL is in action this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are at Atlanta. We got to discuss that game a little bit more in just a second here. On the same day, we have LAFC hosting the Quakes. Correct. That is correct. And we have Portland at Minnesota. That is also correct. So before we get to RSL. LAFC versus Quakes. Whom do you have winning that game? I mean, the Quakes just fired their coach. They hired a new coach. They've been garbage before. I mean, there's there is no way San Jose beat LAFC. I would say there is no no way just because this is the MLS and any any duck can beat anyone on any given day. But you, I agree, LAFC beats them, especially since they're at home. And man, that is a nice little stadium they've built down there. Portland is at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I have that game as a tie. You do, yeah. What are you uh, thinking? I, I think Portland uh, takes care of the loons, no problem. Um, I, I, I think Portland is 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 very streaky. Uh, you know, long stretches of going unbeaten, and then long stretches of just not being able to win or get results. Uh, that being said, I think you know it, it is Minnesota and. Every non-RSL team can more or less take care of business against them. I have been, I have Portland taking all three points there. All right, I think uh, I think Soda hangs in there. They got nothing to play for, nothing to lose, other than jobs. And who's the most dangerous man on any pitch? The man has who has nothing to lose. Our Royals, actually, we can no longer say that. Uh, Real Salt Lake is at Atlanta this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Atlanta on a roll. Uh, that little uh, Martinez kid down there, not too shabby. Uh, He's all right. They have pretty nice complimentary pieces around him. That's also true. They're, Some of those pieces coming off of injury. They're in the lead for the supporter shield, obviously top in the east. Right. Looking mean. That stadium is seems seems packed week in and week out, 60-plus thousand people. Right. Turf. It is an NFL stadium, so, supposed to so be it comes with the plastic grass. Plastic grass on the road. I say we are getting smoked on Saturday. I mean, and I, I mean proper. I, I think we'll stay in it. I don't think we're going to get beat badly. Um, but I, I don't see us getting a result there, unfortunately. It's, um, you know, the Beckerman injury hasn't really been made fully. Uh, public knowledge, but I think I could see Beckerman, you know, potentially not playing that game and just getting some rest. It being turf and all, um, in, in which case that midfield I think gets overrun by the attacking midfield of Atlanta, and um, yeah, it it's 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 zero points for us in in. Well, it's easily zero points, but I think we're getting smoked. I think they're scoring four or five on us at least. I think they might be up by a couple, and Petke will do what Petke always does. Which I actually admire. Says I got nothing to lose. Open up, go up front, and they have some of the meanest atta- counter-attacking uh, plays I've ever seen in the MLS. Man, they're gonna they, they're gonna slice us apart in the back. And who in the back is gonna keep up with any of those guys? I mean, I'm I'm hoping that you know we have enough speed on the wings to not just get 
totally decimated. I, I think for the most part, I'm hoping here that those days are over. I'm predicting like a 3-0 then, 3-1 then maybe. Hopefully nothing worse than that. All right, so either way, we're both agreeing zero points in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. uh, I know the fan base was kind of bullish on that survey we posted earlier um, yesterday or today or at some point that we're getting three or more points. I don't think many people are anticipating three points in Atlanta. If you are, voice your opinion. Let's, so LAFC, we got them winning on both ends. I got Portland tying, you got Minnesota. Uh, I got Portland and Minnesota tying, you got Portland winning. Correct. Takes us to Sunday, Sunday couple of sexy matchups, man. Mm -hmm. We got Vancouver taking on Dallas. We do. And then we got LA Galaxy hosting Seattle Sounders. Vancouver, Dallas, your call. Uh, I think um, Dallas does does work against Vancouver and, and uh, uh, takes all three points. Agreed. Dallas Dallas is, uh, is getting towards the end of the season. Mm -hmm. I think they're very aware of their choking history. For sure. Try not to choke. Here's my call. LA Galaxy is hosting Seattle Sounders. Correct. We have an angry Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Mm -hmm. Angry. Yep. Six against us. He uh, ran into some philosopher in Toronto. Right. Supposedly. I got Seattle. I, I got a LA uh, Galaxy tying Seattle. Right. Uh, I disagree with that for the primary reason that Zlatan isn't a defender. Uh, the Galaxy have shown time and time again this season that they can put two, three, four goals away and still lose a game because their defense is garbage. Um, I I would be shocked if if uh, Seattle don't walk away with all three points. All right. So we got a couple of disagreements so far. Mm -hmm. Fast forward a week here. Oh, that's right. Why don't you just say it? Well, there's we, we don't want to ignore the Philadelphia Sporting KC game because Sporting KC is a Western Conference match. Uh, how, how do you see that one going? Um, that's a no-brainer for me, Casey. Too too close. If this was early in the season, even if the form, even if they were in the form they're in right now, I can see them potentially dropping it. They're just looking good right now. They're looking scary good right now. Right. It's it's we're agreeing on that one and giving all three points to SKC. All right. I thought we we're just running through the contenders here. Are we uh, ready to go on uh, fast forward by a week? Yes, we are. All right. Saturday, the 29th. One day before RSL is at Sporting Kansas City. It's a Sunday game, a rare Sunday game. Sunday afternoon game of all things. Uh, we're going to get our drink on pretty early, folks. <laughs> so we got LAFC at Chicago, Seattle versus the Rapids, LA Galaxy versus Vancouver, and Portland versus Dallas. Are those, the, those are the games we want to call real quick. Mm -hmm. All right, LAFC at Chicago, your call. Uh, LAFC, all three points. Ah, I got that game tied, don't I? You do. All right. LAFC tying Chicago. Chicago is a scrappy team again. There's something to be said about nothing to lose at the end of the season. Uh, and with a little bit of luck, we might see a certain Mr. Mosissian in that game. I mean. I will tune in just in case. You never, you never know. He wasn't even dressed last week. Yeah. I mean, I, I, from what I understand is he's still kind of recovering from that surgery. He's not really... Match oh, fit. Yep. Yeah. Then we have Seattle versus Colorado Rapids. I have Seattle winning that game pretty easily, bouncing yeah. back from the bad result in LA the week before. And the Rapids, let's face it, they just don't have enough firepower to beat anybody right now. Your thoughts? 
I, I agree 100, 100%, unless something radical changes with Colorado. There just is not enough talent to compete with the Sounders. And then we have uh, LA Galaxy versus Vancouver. That we do. Did I call Galaxy? You did say Galaxy. I think Galaxy ends the uh, gets a gets a couple of decent results over the next couple of weeks. Your yeah, thoughts? You're you're very bullish on the Galaxy, which I find shocking. I I think LA gets a tie out of that one. Um, I think Vancouver is quote unquote bad enough that I think they won't be able to punish LA uh, as much as they need to to get a, all three points. But I think enough to earn the draw. All right, and then we have Portland. Hosting, I think, Dallas, correct? Yep. I have Dallas winning that game. I think, again, close to the end of the season. Good team. Sure, on the road. Sure, on turf. But I think Dallas wins that game in Portland. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's late enough in the season that FC Dallas kind of start doing what FC Dallas does and uh, getting their choke on a little bit. Yeah, that's why I think they won't. They're very, they're very aware. Yeah, but just because you're aware doesn't mean you can stop it. Um, I, I think FC Dallas, you get the draw in Portland, um, but not enough to get all three points. All right. Any games we're skipping before we get to our beloved? Nope. As I just teased, our beloved plays on that Sunday. We do. We're in Kansas City at probably one of the best informed Kansas City teams I've ever seen. Yeah, and they're, that's saying something because their thing is being in form and in shape. Exactly. And they have been really good, and this hurts me to say, for quite a long time now. They seem to have a recipe there. They seem to, It seems that no matter who's playing, and let's face it, they, they, uh, they lost a couple of really big players over the past few years, right? Yeah. And it seems like that system is just cranking out good results over and over and over. And they're on a complete and total roll right now. They're getting hot at the mo- at the scariest time there is. In my opinion, they're probably the favorites in the West uh, at this point to make it out of the out of the West and um, you know try their luck in Atlanta. So let's face it, that's where it's going to be, right? But here's what I'm saying: I think after getting completely whooped in Atlanta, Real Salt Lake comes back determined, and we win in Kansas City. I mean, your I, thoughts. I, I think it's going to be it, it's going to be an RSL SKC game. I think it's going to be scrappy and ugly, and teams just fighting for every single inch. Uh, I think Real Salt Lake does enough to walk away with a tie on that one. Yeah, so we disagree on that one as well. Yep. So we walked you through the games over the next couple of weeks. Two of our own, three, and some other teams' cases. Most of the teams around us, all of the teams around us, are in action at some point. Um, in some cases against each other. So we uh, did this little thing, and then we put these numbers into this uh, number system thing. What's it called? Excel. Oh, it's a good name. Solid name. That's a good name. Solid name. I hope they trademark that. Data. So we ran through the, the results we just gave you, and here are the standings that we come up with. Remember, this is in two weeks from now. This is through the end of September. Right. So Sunday, September the, the 30th. 30th, correct. Which is two games for us, three games for some of our opponents. And Mr. Baker, what, uh, where, what, what's the West looking like based on your standings first? Well, according to me, SKC is uh, at the top of the table. 
Oh, by the way, offline, we ran through other results as well, but we didn't want to bother you with them. Right, right. We, we went through essentially all of the games through the end of the month. Um, in the West. It, well, it, for Western Conference teams, even if they are facing an Eastern Conference opponent. Correct. So all Western Conference points available, according to us. All right, what are we looking like based so on you? I've got SKC uh, leading, leading the table at 55 points. Uh, FC Dallas are very closely behind them at 54. Uh, LAFC doing LAFC things at 53. Seattle tied at 53. I don't think they're slowing down anytime now, and they've got a relatively easy schedule. Uh, Portland behind them at 51. And then little old RSL coming in at 46 points for that uh, final playoff spot. And 46. 46. And then who's seventh? And then seventh, I have Vancouver with 41 points uh, chasing us. All right. Kansas City, Dallas, LAFC, Seattle, Portland, RSL. RSL far behind. You're very pessimistic on a lot of the games that we have been mm-hmm. uh, talking about so far. So that's kind of makes out. You might have been realistic. That's not the point. All right. Why don't we switch over to the other side and tell the good folks on the internets what the Adele said. Well, I mean... I, I, you're a little more optimistic about uh, Real Salt Lake. Life. And life in general, apparently. You have FC Dallas first uh, at 56 points. You have SKC second at 54. And then LAFC and Seattle tied at 51. Uh, and then RSL coming in at 48, but tied with Portland at 48 as well for that uh, fifth and sixth spot. And then LA Galaxy uh, coming up from what is a relatively distant uh, position of 42nd, 42 points. Okay. So, in other words, we agree on the top three. I mean, not the order, but yeah. Right. So, the top three, we're all saying, we're both saying top three, IFC, Dallas, SKC, LAFC. Mm -hmm. I think there aren't a lot of people who can argue with that at this very moment. Actually, you know what? Uh, Scratch all that. We agree with the top four. Because we both have Seattle. Right. Seattle only in fourth because they're playing a little catch-up, right? They had a pretty bad start of the season. An abysmal start, correct? Absolutely. And then we have Portland. So we're interchanging RSL and Portland. Actually, I think even in my standings, Portland's probably ahead of us. I haven't looked at the uh, home records. But here's what this does, folks. So we're thinking RSL, at the end of these two weeks, will still be in the playoffs. Will still be above the red line. And by a pretty healthy margin, right? You're thinking, in your pessimistic ways, you're thinking five points right? still. And uh, I'm thinking six points, right? You have RSL at 46 and Vancouver at 41. So it's five points behind. Right. I have uh, Port, I have us at 48 and LA Galaxy at 42. Six-point gap there. Mm-hmm. So pretty healthy, right? safe margin right? Um, to walk away. And even if you lose that last game, um, we're still looking at, at least a game's worth of cushion there. Right. Well, here's the interesting part. It pits RSL and Portland up against the other. In your case, for some reason, five points. In my case, a a dead tie. And if you look at the schedule for the rest of the year, and we will not discuss it in more details here, two of the last three games RSL plays are against Portland. Right. At home against Portland. Then we're playing home to New England. Right. Right. So, yes. And then we're traveling to Portland 
mm-hmm. uh, for the very last game of the season, the which best. we're yes. going to visit. So come down or up to Portland, folks. I have been a Euro snob in years past and for many years, and I always uh, did this whole, like, we need relegation and promotion, man. Mm-hmm. This is more exciting than relegation and promotion. This is fun. Yeah, it, it's... Um... You know, I wish I was watching some other team uh, struggling, but it is. It does this definitely breed a certain level of excitement. Um, it, it, that Portland final away game is going to be massive for us. I, Playoff game, I, absolutely. Um, and I think it's a, a second part of it that I think adds a certain level of slash excitement that you're talking about is the fact that every other team in the league will still be playing one more game after Real Salt Lake plays their final game. We will not be a part of Decision Day this year, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I think ends up being a massive disadvantage. Um, I think whoever uh, – well, let's take a look at Portland's schedule. I can't say I'm very familiar with it. We don't have to. Uh, you're talking about the last three. I know who they played two of the last three. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, in their case, it's two of the last four. Right, so uh, uh, Portland will be traveling to Vancouver, ten twenty eight. Decision weekend. It is. It is. I think every RSL fan becomes a Vancouver fan that night because I think that will be the difference between us. I think we make the playoffs. Well, I think, I think that'll be the difference between us hosting and us going away that first round. Or if you mess up enough. Vancouver could be right in our ass right about that time. So we might be Portland fans. Look, all I'm saying saying is this. At the end of the day, it's better to be in this position than the position we were in last year, right, outside looking in. Um, So, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's what we think. And we're going to stick to it. Just a couple guys with opinions. Yeah, and we don't know any better. (laughs) So if you know better, tell us. But we probably won't know enough to know that you know better. That's just some good wordplay. For what it's worth, I looked at Vancouver's schedule. It looks it looks pretty pretty brutal. Yeah. So let's go Vancouver. Let's go Vancouver. Let's but, go RSL. You know what? We can avoid a lot of this by just beating Atlanta on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. That that'll do it. Yeah. That'll do it. Also, I could avoid a lot of this if the tooth fairy just brought me a million dollars instead of a dollar. If ifs and buts were if ifs and buts were candied nuts or something like that. All right, Mr. Baker. Anything else you need to discuss on this fabulous Tuesday night? I mean, Wednesday morning. I think we threw a lot of numbers at folks. I think we said a lot of wins, losses, ties, and long story short, RSL's in a good, not great position. I think is the summary. A lot better than it could have been. Right. If the last few games hadn't gone as well as they had. Hey, at least we're not San Jose. There's always that in general. Right. RSL Nation has been a pleasure. Hope you enjoyed this uh, Scarf Life episode, and uh, we hope you tune in for the next one. Let us know what you think. Talk to you soon.